This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hello and welcome to Pop Vouchers, a pop culture podcast by The Straits Times. My name is Jen Lee, and I'm joined by Yosem Joe. Today we're going to talk about something a little bit more serious.、Um, if you've been anywhere at all on social media, you know that、um, the hashtag Black Lives Matter has been trending. It has been the The topic of the whole week, right? Because it was triggered by the death of George Floyd,、um, an African American man who died after being arrested by police officers in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Sam Joe. Yeah. So George Floyd actually died after you know being arrested by officers, and one of these officers, you know, kneeled on his neck continuously for nearly nine minutes, causing him to suffocate. Now this officer has since been fired from the police department and charged with third-degree murder and second-degree manslaughter. Of course, this isn't the first time that police violence has led to the untimely death of a black person in the U.S. Many netizens, including celebrities, have spoken out and called for this injustice and systemic racism to stop. In the U.S., especially, people have taken to the streets to protest and riot. So today, we're going to look at some of the celebrities who have spoken out about George Floyd. And you know, stood in solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement. We'll look at how some of them have received backlash, either for saying the wrong thing or staying silent. Yeah, and lastly, we'll just share some of our thoughts and ask some questions about the entire situation. You know, firstly, should celebrities speak out or get political? Is it just their job to entertain? You know, we see a lot of people who tell people to stick to acting, stick to music. You know, what do we think of that? Um, and can speaking out ever actually be wrong or inappropriate? Why do some people incur backlash when they speak out? What does it mean to be an ally、um, to minority communities, and how is this relevant to Asia and to Singapore as well? Right. Okay. So let's dive right into it, Jen. So those who have spoken out, many celebrities, in fact, right, in support、mm. of、um, Black Lives Matter,、um, many of them also rallying their fans to sign petitions or to donate to funds that support the protesters. So you have celebrities, big name celebrities like Beyonce,、mm-hmm. Trevor Noah, Mariah Carey, Lady Gaga, Adele, George Clooney, so on and so forth,、um, and some of them also, you know, have actually joined the protests themselves. Like you know, Jamie、mm-hmm. Fox, Ariana Grande, and、um, Halsey,、um, and Halsey was actually seen tending to injured protesters, right? Yeah, she was、uh, seen and photographed, and it was put on social media. Right. And of course, many of us have also seen the black towels on social media. You know, in the past week,、um, you know, this is obviously the whole Blackout Tuesday movement.、Um, you know, celebrities like Rihanna, Britney Spears, Katy Perry, Eminem, Billie Eilish, Radiohead have all taken part in it. You know, they've used the hashtag Blackout Tuesday. This is essentially the the entertainment industry's way of closing shop for the day. Not so much a day off, but a day to protest Floyd's death. You know, and also using this time to reflect on the situation and figure out. How to move forward in solidarity? So many radio and TV stations, you know, like MTV, VH1, have gone on complete blackouts to support the initiative, and you know, major record labels as well, like Universal, Warner, Sony, Columbia Capital, and the aforementioned music stars have also gone on a social media blackout to show that they don't tolerate racism. You know, many of them have posted black squares on their Instagram or stopped posting completely. Um, and stopped all sorts of self promotion. Yeah,、uh, I think in particular Taylor Swift had attracted a lot of attention because she had something very specific to say to U.S. President Donald Trump, who previously tweeted,、um, "When the looting starts, the shooting starts." In response to the George Floyd protest, that in some parts of、um, America has gotten violent, and some people have taken advantage of the chaos to steal from stores.、Um, so she tweeted. 
After stoking the fires of white supremacy and racism, your entire presidency, you have the nerve to feign moral superiority before threatening violence. When the looting starts, the shooting starts, we will vote you out in November. And she tagged Donald Trump in that tweet. He has over 2 million likes and over 460,000 retweets. So that's the power of the SWIFT. Um, there have also been some Asian stars that spoke out. Uh, I think notably Tableau of Epic High, Eric Nam, Young. they're all K-pop stars. Uh, they have... Uh, you know, on their social media, either posted black squares or posted about the protests uh, in support of the protests and in support of Black Lives Matter. But it has not been um, common, I think, for stars in Asia to respond about it. I think for a lot of stars in Asia, it still feels like something that's not happening in their own country and they might not feel the same solidarity. Right, so we'll talk a bit later about how relevant all of this is to Asia and Singapore, for that matter. But... Um, now we want to talk about some of the celebs who have spoken up but received backlash, right? Mm -hmm. um, it hasn't been very smooth sailing for all of them, you know. One example, of course, is pop star Madonna. You know, she posted a video of her son, David Banda, dancing to Michael Jackson's They Don't Care About Us. Now, this is a song that has been used by Black Lives Matter protests before, you know, um, and she accompanied it with the caption, as news of George Floyd's Buddha murder travels across the world, my son David dances to honour and pay tribute to George and his family and all acts of racism and discrimination that happen on a daily basis in America. So, um, unfortunately for Madonna and I guess for everyone who watched that video, you know, it just didn't strike the right note. You know, it came across as very tone deaf. This is a white woman getting her black son whom she adopted from Malawi to dance these problems away. So a lot of people slammed her for that. It's like, what good is all this dancing going to do? Like, you know, and of course, um, that whole, again, like, you know, white saviour uh, issue coming into play, right? Um, and TV host Ellen DeGeneres also, like, you know, got into some hot soup, right? Um, with a tweet, she tweeted, like so many of you, I am angry and I am sad. People of colour in this country have faced injustice for far too long. For things to change, things must change. We must commit ourselves to this change with conviction and with love. She has since deleted this tweet. Um, For because... things to change, things must change. That is the <laughs> most generic platitude ever. Right, right. Yeah, so she was slammed for being so vague, you know, and for using all these platitudes. And more importantly also, for not telling it like it is, you know, she, she used people of colour, you know, instead of just saying black people. Um, so she has since deleted that tweet and, you know, has urged people to, to donate to the cause. And she's also posted a new video where she's close to tears and, you know, and she's asking for peace and communication. So these are two examples of, you know, huge celebrities, right, who have spoken up um, for the Black Lives Matter cause. But obviously it has blown up in their face, you know, and backfired. Speaking of blown up in their face, uh, there's also Leah Michelle, if you remember her. She was Rachel Berry in Glee. Um, she tweeted... Uh, George Floyd did not deserve this, this was not an isolated incident and it must end and then she hashtag Black Lives Matter. Seems like a fine tweet, right? Seems like it's not an issue but her black co-stars came out and dragged her and outed her as hypocritical because she was, um, so Liam Michelle was on Glee, um, I think she was on all seasons of Glee, right? She was the main star. She was the big Rachel star. Barry. Rachel Berry, yes. Yeah. And Glee has like a lot of people join the seasons later on. So there was this uh, Samantha Ware, this actress who was on Glee as uh, Jane Hayward. I think she was like on Glee in one of the later seasons who yeah. claimed that she was bullied by Leah on set. So she saw this tweet and she, she like retweeted it and said like, you made my television gig a living hell. And she was like, 
you told you told everyone that if you had the opportunity, you would um, defecate in my wake, among <laughs> other traumatic microaggressions. So, so Leah Michelle has been outed as like a hypocrite, lah, because she apparently made um, the set very very uncomfortable and hostile for her castmates who were people of color like mm. other co-stars like Amber Riley who's also black uh, she played Mercedes Jones Alex Newell who played Eunuch Adams uh, retweeted that with very like supportive gifs you know like with very they supported Samantha when speaking right. out so you can like Amber tell Riley that, was sipping tea right yeah Amber Riley was sipping tea and Alex Newell was saying like you know drag her you know that kind of stuff it really everybody came out of the woods and later on more people normal like people who have had maybe chance encounters with Leah Michelle, people who were on the set of Glee as backgrounds, as extras, actually came out and said, like, Leah Michelle used to call the background actors on Glee cockroaches. Oh. Like, that was how she referred to them. No. And she would, yeah, and she would, like, tell people, like, oh, you can't sit with us, you don't belong here, when they're sitting down having lunch with the cast, they kind. So she was a total mean girl, lah. And this is what basically is confirming... Exactly, and this is basically confirming like earlier claims by Naya Rivera, who played Santana on Glee, that Liam was very hostile to her. And she's really kind of had this for a long time coming, because even in the Broadway circle, because Leah Michelle can sing, and she's very talented in singing, um, even in the Broadway circle, she is not beloved. Like, she has been... Uh, there's, she has a reputation of being a very mean girl, uh, even in the Broadway circle. So that was really something that blew up in her face. It's not that her tweet was wrong. It was that she herself is a hypocritical person and she right. was performing this allyship when she did not actually reflect that in her actions. Right, so she got called out there and there. Mm-hmm. Well, closer to home, we have Malaysian beauty queen Samantha Katie James. Now, if some of you don't remember her, she's basically that Malaysian beauty queen who three years ago wore that very famous nasi lemak dress, remember? Oh my god, yes. Yeah, so that's what really made her famous, I guess. Um, she nasi went lemak queen. Nasi lemak queen, yeah. She went on um, IG stories, you know, um, to comment about uh, the George Floyd situation, right? And guess what? She asked African Americans to, I quote, relax, take it as a challenge, makes you stronger, unquote. And then she... As she said that, you know, oh, you know, she basically implied that they chose to be born as a coloured person in America. And uh, then she went on to talk about how, like, you know, hunger and poverty still exist. It's all inevitable. And she said that, oh, it seems like the whites have won. Because if you're angry, you respond in anguish. They have power over you. Yada, yada, yada. Basically, oh my God. she shot herself in the foot. Um, I feel like she was really out of her depth here. And she was slammed for obvious reasons because it was so insensitive. She, yeah, she has some white ancestry in her, like, you know, she's uh, part Brazilian, part Chinese, so on and so forth. Um, And she actually used, yes, she used her mixed heritage um, to defend herself by saying that, you know, I have, um, I have, I understand what it's like to be, she essentially implied that she understands what it's like to be a minority in Malaysia because of her mixed heritage. So obviously, this didn't go down well with a lot of people, right, you know, and um, she was slammed by her followers, she was slammed by other Malaysian celebrities, you know, Henry Golding, went at her, Yuna went at her as well. She since apologized, um, although I feel like her apology uh, kind of made it worse for her and she's dug herself into this very deep hole. I, the last I checked, she's lost like, you know, a makeup endorsement 
And um, I mean, girl, sometimes if you don't really know what you're talking about, maybe just don't, just say, don't anything. say anything. Yeah, yeah. no one's there going to. There's no need for you to wade in. But yeah, oh well. I know, I know. Now, if you're enjoying this episode of Pop Vouchers so far, do find us on the Straits Times podcast channel, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Some of our episodes are on YouTube too, um, so check those out. Like and rate us. Now back to our show. Let us continue with this week's very severe topic of... Um, advocacy for black lives right so of course we're talking about george floyd black lives matter and all uh the celebrity backlash that's been going on of course you know this backlash that some of the celebrities have gotten right has led to many people saying you know hey maybe celebrities should just stick to their craft and not wade in into anything political you know not say anything but then Mm -hmm. there is the flip side right jen because sometimes keeping quiet can also be quite damning yeah, you know. I mean, I feel that in some cases, you can't just pretend like things aren't going on. Like, America is literally on fire in some parts, and I think it does matter. I'll talk more about this later. I think it does matter to speak out. La. Right. And uh, so, Lewis Hamilton, you know, um, F1 driver, of course, he called out his Formula One community for staying silent. You know, he said, you know, I see all of you who are staying silent. You're some of the biggest stars. Um, and of course, he talks about how his sport is very white dominated and like he's one of the only color, uh, people of color, uh, but yet he feels like he's alone, you know. This was basically like an open call to all of them to say, hey, stand by me, stand by colored people right now. And um, since then, other F1 drivers like Daniel Ricciardo from Australia and uh, Charles Leclerc from Monaco have spoken up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, Charles, for example, he said that, you know, he felt out of place initially and uncomfortable sharing his thoughts. But now he realizes that you know he was wrong and it's our responsibility to speak out against injustice mm-hmm. don't be silent and yeah someone like uh lynn manuel miranda who is basically the shakespeare of our times but he's the creator of the hit broadway musical hamilton so he apologized for the hamilton's uh, team delay in taking a stance and he acknowledged how much of hamilton which is a hip-hop musical it's very much like there are a lot of raps in it um, he acknowledged how much it was influenced by black artists and black culture and basically said that if there weren't this uh, rich black culture, uh, there wouldn't be Hamilton. So he did. He had to apologize for that as well. Right, and another one who had to apologize is, of course, uh, rapper Neil Nas X, right? Um, the guy behind Old Town Road. He apologized, you know, he's black and everything, but he apologized for not speaking up sooner. You know, he's, he tweeted, I'm sorry for not using my platform to speak up more on the situation. I honestly feel as though it has become so normalized that even I myself am numb to police brutality towards black people. I hope this time around something changes. And so, I think this is a good segue for us to get into um, our conclusion and some of our thoughts. Because, you know, it's it's almost like if you speak up, you're damned. If you don't speak up, you're also damned. You know, what, what's mm. the... What's the good way to speak out here? You know, how should you speak out? How to get political? Should celebrities even speak out? Sam Joe, do you think it's, you know, they should just stick to entertaining? I mean, what is entertainment, right? Entertainment has this long history of being political to begin with. I mean, I'm just trying to say that politics is so intertwined with their art, you know. Um, if celebrities don't use their platform to change things for the better, then what good are they, right? You know, yes, they are entertainers, but ultimately they're also human beings who have the power to influence thought and shape behaviour. So I'm all for celebrities speaking up and lending their support to causes and movements that they, you know, truly believe in. Sure, sometimes they can be, you know, pretty tone deaf when speaking up. For example, Madonna and Ellen DeGeneres, right? So I think that if you're going to say something, make sure you back it up with some kind of action, you know, especially in this case, you know, someone has just died, right? 
So is it really tasteful to show your son dancing? I mean, no matter how yeah, good of a dancer just, he is. Maybe just, you know, promote some donation drives, you know. Like, I don't... Madonna has a history of being kind of odd on social media, I feel. I do think that, you know, she and Ellen, they're all coming from a very um, good place. You know, I don't think they're coming from a place of malice at all. Uh, but I do think also that, you know, you have to really choose your words carefully, especially if you... Um, are trying to be a good white ally, right? Like, you know, know that when you say things like for things to change, things must change, obviously it's going to come across as insincere. Yeah. yeah, very hollow. And when you use a euphemism like coloured people instead of black people, you know, it just betrays a certain level of discomfort with coming to terms with the truth, la, right? Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I do. I feel the same way as well. I... I mean, I think celebrities have as much right to speak up as anyone. Like, they're citizens, they have a place in civil society, they have as much right as anybody to take part in advocacy. And just like what you said, art and pop culture has always been extremely political. Like, increasing exposure in TV, in film, in music has always been a sign of progress and has Mm. always helped to move forward minorities, right? That's why Black Panther was such a huge a moment for black people because it showed uh, black people in these positions of power in these positions empowering roles right uh, yeah. think about Me Too and rape culture and how differently we are discussing consent on TV shows as our understanding of rape and our understanding of consent grows and evolves um, that's very important and also just like how much black culture has influenced mainstream music and film and TV, like so much of mainstream culture, so many mainstream artists that we like have profited off black culture, which influences a lot of things like Lion King, hip hop, you know, Hamilton, all that stuff comes from something that is rooted in black culture. So you can't just like, yeah, you can't just take and refuse to give back. So in that sense, I feel that there are celebrities who absolutely have a moral obligation to speak up. And, you know, some people will say, oh, yeah, it's very performative. But, like, yeah, that's kind of a celebrity's job. Like, every public statement from a celebrity is going to be somewhat performative. But mm-hmm. even just performing well can be useful, can galvanize people. Taking a stance is still something. I know, Sam Joe, you have thoughts on T-Swift. I have thoughts on T-Swift, too. Yeah. Like, Everything she does is so calculated. It's super calculated. Her Mm -hmm. Instagram posts are super calculated. It's very like, she will walk out of the gym, you know, in $3,000 Oscar de la Renta dresses in the past. Like, you know, she's not sincere, I think, in a lot of the ways that she presents herself. Mm -hmm. And I know this opens me up to attack, but I've said what I said. It's okay, I stand by you, Jen. Yeah, but the thing is that that tweet that she did was, even if it was calculated, that is a choice. I don't find her particularly brave or inspiring, but she made a choice, a very specific statement to vote Trump out. And that counts for something. And she has a fan base that supports Trump. Like, make no mistake, T-Swift fans, some of them support Trump. So she is essentially saying, hey, I don't support the same thing that you support, even though you like my music, even though I earn money from you. And that Mm -hmm. might be her cutting off, you know, a, a stream of revenue from certain part of her fan base, right? Right, so right. that's that's really something. La. Which brings us to our next question, you know, can speaking out ever be wrong or inappropriate, right? And why is it that some people, when they speak out, they incur backlash and other people don't? What do you think, Jen? Yeah, I think like for Taylor Swift, uh, the reason why I thought that tweet was very powerful because she made it very specific. She tagged Donald Trump. 
she said we are going to vote you out in November. That is a stance that you cannot uh, walk back from. You get what I mean? Like that mm. is not a uh, there is no gray area there, which I think is why Ellen's um first initial statement that she uh, has since deleted was so badly received because she refused to get specific. She did not mention George Floyd. She did not use the word racism. She did not use the phrase police brutality or anything, you know. Mm. And this is very superficial sort of like, let's all be friends, be kind, you know. You know, Ellen has a whole brand, be kind. And it's really starting to grate on people. What are you trying to say? Are you trying to say we should be friends with police officers? We should try and understand police officers who have murdered people in broad daylight? Like, you know, that sort of stance can be very grating in times like this. And Mm. Ellen's had had a bit of a bad PR year. You know, there was the coronavirus situation and she talked about how it feels like being in jail while she was in her million-dollar home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not the best time for her. And I think, you know, and this also goes back to the little Michelle thing, are you examining yourself when you speak up? Like, if... Have you done anything in the past that was apathetic or ignorant or straight up mean, you know? Like, acknowledge that if you want to speak up for this, you have to acknowledge your acknowledge your own mistakes. So that's why Leah Michelle was dragged, lah. Because, like, clearly you... Black lives matter, but you want to, you know, defecate in your co-star's wig? Like, dude, no. Like, that is hypocritical and performative in the worst extreme, right? Yeah. So she rightfully got caught out for it, lah. The other example that I saw that was that I actually felt was not bad, was Blake Lively. So she Mm -hmm. did post about the BLM movement and she also, like, she made references about how in the past she has been ignorant and she has made mistakes, which is a start, lah. I mean, like, you know Blake Lively got married on a southern plantation with Ryan Reynolds? Like... Oh, she did? Yeah, their wedding was on a southern plantation, which is, like, that is so tied to the history of slavery. And, of course, people were upset with them for... I think rightfully upset with them for taking a place with such a painful history and essentially turning it into a like fairy tale wedding destination mm, photo celebration right? kind of yeah, yeah. so you know I'm, I'm glad that she at least has somewhat reflected on her own actions or at least you know talked about reflecting on her own actions mm. um, which brings us to again segue into our next question what does it mean to be an ally Samuel? well I think you know being an ally really ties back to the first point that we made, you know, about showing support for others who have been victimized or marginalized or suffered any form of injustice, right? You know, a good ally is one who isn't afraid to speak up or march in protests, right? Even if it means losing followers or potentially getting hurt, right? So you talked about um, Taylor Swift possibly alienating her followers who might be Trump supporters, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And speaking of getting hurt, like, you know, I have so much newfound respect for people like, Ariana Grande and Halsey, you know, these are people yeah. who walk the talk, they don on their masks, they carry all their placards, and they risk getting fired at by the police, you know, which is what's happening to some of the protesters now. Like you know, Kiki so Palmer as well, she was also at the protest. Right. So, um, in this respect, I feel like, you know, Lewis Hamilton is right, you know, staying silent is problematic, you know, especially mm-hmm. if you are a person of influence, you know, mm-hmm. um... It just shows that you have a certain level of apathy, you know. You're there for the good times, right? But what about the bad, like, you know? And this may not be your community struggle, right? You may not be black. But how much are you willing to stick up for someone else, you know, another group who is getting mistreated, you know? And that says a lot about you. I think the least you can do is to really speak up and Mm. reach out to your followers and say, hey, let's not sleep on this anymore. Let's all wake up and smell the coffee and do something about it make some change, you know? Mm-hmm. What do you think? 
I think it, I definitely agree with everything you said, and I also feel that to be a good ally, it's very important to listen when people speak. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think it's the best to be like, hey, go to your black friends and be like, hey, go to your minority friends and be like, hey, teach me how it feels, you know. I don't think that's the best thing. They don't have the obligation to teach you, but when they do speak, listen. Like, spend some time understanding how they feel, how they go about the world, um, and educating yourself on issues that hurts them more than it hurts you, right? Don't dismiss the people who will feel the effects of systemic racism more than you do. I think that's really important. And I think that's something, that's an advice that we can take in Singapore as well. You know, like some Singaporeans have, have been posting the Black Tiles on social media. They have been posting about the Black Lives Matter movement. And some people, there are also some people who feel that it doesn't concern us. You know, it's happening in the US. It's not our issue. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, have, Sam Joe? I don't, I don't get it. You know, some of, some of them have been saying online, well, all this is happening in the US. It's not really our problem. Hello, newsflash. Racism and inequality exists everywhere, you know. Just because you don't witness outright acts of racism on a daily basis doesn't mean they're not there, you know. Please... Don't turn a blind eye to these things. Instead, use this chance to educate yourself, okay, on what's happening in the US and with their history. But also use it as a chance to examine our own actions, you know, examine your own privilege, for instance, you know, and examine how certain microaggressions just have no place in this world anymore. You know what I'm trying to say? And I think you made a good point earlier also about how um, other artists have benefited from black culture, you know. Um, The same way also, if you are... A consumer, right, you know, you're listening to black music, you know, like jazz, you're listening to hip hop, you're listening to the rap, and that's just one aspect of it. But you're also um you're also you're also consuming pop culture by black artists, you know, be it shows or movies or whatever, then you I think the least you can do is to try and be an ally to their struggles and kind of understand where they're coming from and educate yourself and mm-hmm. And don't be like Samantha Katie James and, and just say that, oh, hey, relax, like, you know, it's not really a big deal. Just water off a duck's back. Like, don't trivialize other people's problems is what I'm saying. And instead, use it as a chance to um, look at your own lives and, and see how you can effect change in your own community. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, we're both two Chinese kids, right? And <laughs> we've grown up in a majority Chinese country. But yep. we all know that biases exist. Even if in Singapore we don't have police killing people on the streets, which I'm very, very thankful for. I'm glad that our public servants are people like that. Um, but we have all seen, like, you know, biases and prejudice in our own lives. Like, we have all seen job ads saying Chinese speakers only. We all remember the Ipe Brownface saga, right? We've all mm-hmm. known at least one person who has used derogatory ways to refer to minorities and try to mask them off as jokes. Like, we all know that one dude, right? Like, we all know. Or several Um, dudes. Yeah, several dudes or aunties. Like, we all know. So this Mm -hmm. isn't an American issue, but racism is an issue that affects people across countries and across um, just every part of the world. Like, we shouldn't be self-congratulatory and be like, oh, yeah, see, this is not happening in our own country. We are so much better but we should be extra aware of how not to be insensitive in our own communities. So yeah. that's really how I feel. Ultimately, I think recognize that it's a human rights issue, you know, and that um, the same way we don't agree with slavery, like, you know, and we know that stuff like bigotry and homophobia and sexism is all wrong, mm-hmm. right? We also shouldn't be supporting what's going on right now. And we should be doing it for all humankind instead of 
just going, oh, that's them and this is us. Yeah, we should really just just take some time during this week where things are so intense and so severe to reflect on your own biases against people of other races and to support. I think if you want to support, if you want to donate to the cause, you know, go ahead and donate to the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah, it's the least we can do. Well, I guess that's our dose of pop culture for this week, Jen. Um, yes. A lot for us to ruminate on. Um, please write in and tell us what you think on this whole issue, you know, uh, your thoughts on George Floyd, the Black Lives Matter movement, and even on the backlash that celebrities have been receiving. Uh, we would love to hear from you. So please write in to us. Uh, you can reach us via email at podcast.sph.com.sg. You can also write to Jen directly at jenlee at sph.com.sg. SPH.com.sg. You can also find me on my Instagram at jenleewrites. Or you can write to me at yosamjo at sph.com.sg or on Instagram at sam underscore jomato. Till next time, he's Sam Joe. She's Jen. And this was Pop Vultures. Thank you for listening. That was an SPH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.